Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 110, episode 1 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist! Yeah. Production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers fuck and them. fuck Fox News. It's Monday, November 25th, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka Never Made It as a High Man. <laughs> Just bring up Jaws and I'll spit Darjeeling. Takes her hotter than a fry pan. I'm sipping diet just to keep from peeling. And this is how you remind me. This is how you remind me that I'm Jack O'Brien. All right. Courtesy of Nickelback, obviously, but uh, Trike Gang. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Ooh, I guess you're wondering what I do Besides smoke weed and drink and cold brew It's true I get high and hold it easy But lately I watch a lot of trash TV Sophia Alexandra and me, Miles Gray Our host and don't you know that this is how I spend my time? Highest fucking staying on my grind. Oh, this is how I spend my time. Highest fucking staying on my grind. Get that money, yeah. Keep it going, keep it going. Ooh. Okay, uh, that's enough. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh, well done, sir. Wow. Well done. Uh, I haven't been singing a lot because I've been really self-conscious of my voice. That had a fine young cannibals uh, aspect you to it. drop me crazy. Yeah. Uh, oh. uh, thank you, Christy Yamaguchi, man. It's been too long at Crispy Meme Donut yeah. uh, in honor of the new podcast, 420 Day Fiance, with me and Sophia Alexander talking about our favorite trash TV show, 90 Day Fiance. Get in on the wave even if you don't watch the show because the takes are scathing. Did I say mine was courtesy of Trey Gang? Yes, you did. Well, hell. Yes, you did. Uh, Great. Uh, Well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious comedian Andrew Mashan. Welcome. Here's my song. No, I don't have a song. Sorry. Whenever people say that, I always go, what's your uh, favorite karaoke song? I don't actually do karaoke. Mm. I apologize wow. for that. Like yeah. as, as a political... Yeah, it's a political yeah. statement. It's actually about the environment. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I just really think everyone who's typing in those words to get on the screen, right. it actually does have, take a toll on this planet. Well, I don't do it, karaoke yeah. for my health, but right. I admire oh, that yeah, you yeah. don't do it for... I actually thought about this year. I, I, sometimes I don't dress up for Halloween, and I thought this year it'd be interesting to be like politically against Halloween. Like, yeah. There's so much waste in all those costumes. Right. I'm not dressing up this year. If you do, that's kind of on you. That's on you, but like, yeah. honestly, I think it's disgusting. I think it's disgusting. It ruins the planet. And you look at all the rappers and things. Oh my gosh. Candy, yeah. I mean, that trash heap in the middle of the ocean is 90% Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's the all, gyre all is Halloween. All candy. It's Halloween. Yeah. It's all discarded. Uh, no one, everyone, people, it's too many people throw away the Hershey's special dark in that Hershey's mixed mini yeah, bag. Yeah, you're a dark mm. chocolate guy, huh? Bro, what the f- I I eat, love that shit. Yeah. Really? You do 100% ever? You ever try that? No, I'm not, I'm not trying to die. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Wait, I, I have some. 100%, 100% dark? Yeah, yeah, it's just there's no sugar. It just tastes like oh, it's really, night. really bitter. bitter. It's quite good, I think. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. just can't give it to a dog. Right? Yeah. Because that's like the most, I feel like what, Baker's chocolate is the, by far the most lethal. Now, now you right. tell me. Uh, all <laughs> right. raising my dog on a steady diet of 100% <laughs> cacao. Cacao dog. Cacao. Uh, cacao. cacao. <laughs> That's Method Man. Pass it over here now. If Method Man was a chocolatier, yes. he'd be cacao. Anyway, forget uh, it. People okay. don't get the cacao reference. Yeah. The Italian uh, stallion. Uh, Andrew, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today. There is a new Gallup poll, I think it is, uh, about where the Democratic candidates stand favorability-wise compared to past uh, presidential candidates. So we'll see where they stack up historically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lev Parnas might have a story to tell. Listen up, I've got a story to tell. Uh, we are going to explain why we need more hearings. We're going to listen to the president's call into Fox and Friends at the end of last week. Yeah. And we uh, are going to talk about Andrew Giuliani. Uh, you may remember him as being played by 
Chris Farley, when he was a child, and <laughs> SNL just decided to be mean and make fun of a child for being annoying. Uh, but he has grown into a very interesting young man. Uh, we'll we'll talk about who he is, why he is the way he is. <laughs> why are uh, you the way you we're are? We're going to look at a receipt uh, that that tells us something about uh, last week's New York Times bestseller list. Uh, we are going to say, uh, on behalf of the world, hey, nice truck, asshole, Yeah. Uh, to Elon Musk. But first, Andrew, uh, named after the prince? Yeah. No, yeah. Na- named after Giuliani's son. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. I actually call him the best Andrew. Yeah. This- yeah. <laughs> I think he's kind of the, he's doing our, our people Number proud. Number one, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud to be in his ranks. I'm proud <laughs> yeah, to this be is like- Andrew. <laughs> Andrew full episode. Yeah, it's pretty uh, exciting for me, you know. Uh, what is yeah. something from your search history? I just was searching surf reports in Costa Rica because I'm going there next shit. week. Where for are you the going, holiday. dude? La Roca Bruja. Oh, are you been? Have Paco? you been there? Uh, I don't know. Hermosa. I'm just going. Which no, is rock, bro? Mal Pais. No, yeah. I'm going to Arenal Volcano, the volcano Arenal, place. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, have you spent a lot of time there? Or yeah. Terrible. Oh, surfing, wow. Man. I gotta ask you more about. That. I know. I'm not gonna surf the volcano. Okay. Cool. And then I'm going to Tamarindo for two nights, okay. and then Nosara for two nights. Nice. Hell yeah. yeah. What's your experience there? Uh, my aunt is Costa Rican. Oh, really? Uh, she's a Tika. Oh. Uh, and so I've been going. I've been going. I've been. I've been down a few times. Wow. But I'll ask you off. Mike's yeah. Mostly the Pacific side. I've also been to the Caribbean side in Limon. Wow. Um, it's yeah. a vibe, man. The the way like the the Caribbean side and the oh, Pacific totally side are huh? just like whoa. Yeah, I've never been. I just didn't have plans for Thanksgiving and didn't have work stuff, and I just was like looking up. Oh, you're flights. about to go. I'm right going now. on Monday. Wow. Yeah, oh, I've never amazing. been. First time. Yeah, that's why I was looking Let, it up. Let's say that again because this comes out Monday. You're oh, going, I'm coming. You're to, le- I'm actually there right now. I'm on the flight. <laughs> you're you're I'm on leaving the flight. today. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on Bless the flight. you. Are you taking yeah. the that red eye? You're an uh, astral yeah, yeah, projection. That red eye, that's so. a great flight. Yeah, I'm excited. Did you shorten suggestions to gestions? I didn't, but I could oh, if I you think want you me to. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I, thought I heard that. suggestions from Give you? me some of them gestions. Uh, <laughs> that's where Sarah... That's like a suggestion that you gestate a little bit more. Right. Like yeah, you yeah, think yeah. about it, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, there's good surfing down there, though. Yeah. I, I can't surf, but... You body uh, surf. I, I do body surf. Oh, that's and... good. Are you a surfer? No. Oh. I, I mean, I used to bodyboard yeah. a lot with my dad. Um, and my cousins all surf, so I'll get out there. Get out, but there. not like I'm not really living it. Like, yo, get up, dude. This is the sickest left in town. That's me. That's yeah. it, me every day, dude. The longest. <laughs> I say, left. get up, dude. That's the sickest left, dude. In town. The longest. I think the longest left is down there. Uh, oh, is that Haco, true? Or like near people. Hermosa. I saw people surfing down there who were like going off the end of waves. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a whole ramping other. Ramping off waves and like doing tricks and shit. Wait, did you guys, did you go with him sweet. to Costa Rica? Yeah, we oh, traveled really? together. No, oh. but we didn't know about uh, it. He was watching <laughs> me with it. Oh, okay. No, I actually list. went there uh, many years ago as sort of a tryout on behalf of my wife. She was like, all right, I mean, we're starting tryout. to get what are you serious. Trying out? Oh, trying out like, each other. Yeah, like Not the she country. was trying me out. Like, yeah. is this oh. dude like good enough? And cut to you like at the beach and you're like, I just don't. She's like, take your shoes off. And you're like, I don't know, it's so sandy. What are all these, what are all these small rocks? Stop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I had a I had a great time down there. The uh, I rented a car, drove around. Oh, I, I would aren't we doing that. well? I'm yeah. doing that too. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Got Sorry to put rental you... car money, huh? Well, I guess mm. you got family car money down there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got family mansion money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nepotism. Uh, but I, when you go down there, make sure you have gallo pinto, which is their national yeah, breakfast I will definitely dish. Eat that. Rice and beans. Classic. Um, and you know, <laughs> it's just rice and beans. Yeah, but it's their. It's like their national dish. There isn't. Like, like for I mean, breakfast. look, forgive me if there's any Tico, Tika, Zeitgang out there, but I feel like that is probably their most known. I've read about it. It's, yeah. yeah, it's classic. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Well, speaking of what we were just talking about, I'd say nature. Oh, shit, yeah. man. I just think it's not even that it's under. I just think it's an easy thing to forget. I think living in the city, it's easy to go months without being like, oh, I haven't like connected with nature in any yeah. way. Mm. And I made a resolution this year to camp at least once a month. Oh, wow. Just, yeah. yeah, just in an effort to be like, I used to like camping. I've lived here for like six or seven years. I haven't camped very much when I've been here, like only right. once or twice. So yeah. I was like, I'm just going to do it. So I've gone once a month this year. It's been really, really Where'd nice. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Colorado. That's awesome. Uh, I was going to guess yeah. that. I was about to be Fuck. like, hold on, bro. What, yeah. Where's this fool from? That's part of it. Running through your veins. I lived in a teepee in the woods for three months in Colorado. Did you really? Yeah, it's I was just trying college. to do cultural appropriation. Yeah, I was just kind of trying to get that <laughs> right. out. No, it was when I was nine years old. I Wait, just... when you were nine? Wait, were you solo? No, 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 no. Oh. I was with my family. Okay. <laughs> I like the idea but of like nine years old. I was like, no, when I was it. nine years old, I was living in the Bay Area, and my mom moved me and my siblings to Colorado. 
And I don't know if this was made clear to us, but we didn't have a place to live. And then we just lived on this property in the woods for three months with no electricity, no running water. And it was one of the most formative like experiences of my life in in a positive way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, just like... When you say it was a TP, was it like one of those? Was it shaped like a TP, and you like would have a fire in the middle that would go up? No the... fire, but it okay. was shaped like a TP, and yeah, we just, actually there was like a stove in the middle. You're right. Actually, there was a stove in the middle to heat it right. up, and Very we lived cool. in there. Yeah, that's awesome. Had some got sick. I got Rocky Mountain fever from a tick. Oh wow, was, yeah. was that like? It's like. 105 degree fever for a week it was like very very brutal wow it was like the sickest i'm just hallucinating all day every day just going crazy it was pretty brutal how many uh brothers and sisters you have i had 10 and only eight made it over the summer no no i I have (laughs) the donner family (laughs) no i have two full siblings and then a half sibling and they were all there with me oh wow it was fun yeah it was a really like I don't want to dwell, dwell on it, but it was a formative part, point yeah, of my life. Yeah, that's very cool. Well, yeah. nature, yeah, it's one of those things, too, where they say even people who are able to just interact more with nature, trees yeah, even, yeah, yeah. are like just score a little bit higher and like overall well-being to a Yeah, I think so. it really, you know, affects you in ways that you can't quantify at first. And yeah. then you're just like, oh, I just feel better or something. Just yeah. being in nature, going on a hike for an hour is not a big Would've deal. Who would have thought? I mean, we're of who, the earth. Who knew? You know? Mm. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? And on the exact opposite end, I'm going to say the internet. The internet? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just kind of sick of it. I just want a break. Yeah. I just, I love, you know, I'm online and I'm looking at stuff and I'm engaging with media, but sometimes I'm just like, I just would pay a lot of money to have no affinity for this for a week or something. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. Like, because if you don't look at what's happening in the news, you feel left out and you feel like you're not doing your part. But then you have, I just want to like... A guilt-free way to not engage. Mm. Yeah, it's damn. tough, especially with you guys. Your job is to know everything that's happening and talk yeah. about it every day. That's why I have a hard rule: the weekend. That's I don't good. Know what the fuck? Is I like going that. That's on. smart. The weekend is for the boys, right? Because, oh, dude, I'm just pounding trulies with the homies, dude. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good out here. No, but yeah, for me, because I'm so engaged, right. I do need to really define the periods I can. Fool. Like when I'm done with the work day, I typically don't. Go, try not to look on social media I think too that's much. Smart. Try yeah. not because I have my defined hours where I can fully give all of my attention to it. But if I, in the beginning of doing this show, I used to look all day, twenty four hours a day, every single thing, constantly refreshing, just being like, wow, 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 wow. Yeah. And it was, it just wore me down. Yeah. And it's I was stressful. Like, I'm not gonna last. We, we can't do this for fifteen years like this. And I mean, I don't know you guys' politics. I don't know you guys' yeah. politics, yeah. but the news isn't awesome a lot of the time. You say you don't know. Our <laughs> I'm just politics? kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh no, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm we're, actually we're just big fans <laughs> of the direction that America is headed. No, but right. it's like, I'm a smart grifter. Like some comedians, they go right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the right going like, I think the money's on the left. (laughs) Right. That's right, man. But no, it is. It's just stressful and it's just like so insurmountable. And I think at the end of the day, though, too, you shouldn't if you truly like, you know, some people feel things very deeply or Mm. are affected by the news. If that's the case, like at a certain point, you have to be real with yourself and be like, I can't feel guilty that if I have to disengage like for my own well-being. Right. And, you know, that's why I tune into this show. Yeah. I mean, this wraps it all up and just wraps it all up. And, you know, two two guys just trying to figure it out. Yeah. So when I say the Internet is overrated, I mean everything except for this show, except for this. Show, just, right. just to be clear. Yes. I oh, just of course. To make sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would have yeah. freaked out and threw this can of cold brew at you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for you, reading. You that are drinking cold brew. You, just you talked about cold brew in your song, and it is it is real. I see it happening in front yeah. of you. This is not a lie. This is, no, okay. your life My is politics true. are a total illusion. <laughs> I'm drinking cold brew out of a red solo party cup. cup. Yeah. Like wait. A... Where did you even get that? <laughs> they, we have red solo cups over. And also, I like that you double cup. Yeah. Double cup. What's in the cup, dude? What's in the cup? Yeah. 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 Don't worry about it. Promethazine. Uh, it's, yeah, we just haven't, we, we've had a lot of traffic coming in and out of the studios and not a lot of dishwashing going on. Don't so. look me in the eye like I'm supposed uh, to wash dishes. Like, so... Not a lot of dishes being washed, <laughs> so I guess I have to drink out of this shit cup. Mm. Uh, and finally, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? I'm actually going to go the opposite. Something that people might think is false that I know to be true. Hell yeah. I got hypnotized to help with something. And I would have thought that hypnotism doesn't work. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not into astrology. Like I'm really not into a lot of stuff that LA is defined by. But I got hypnotized for a fear of flying and it straight up fixed me. What? Yeah, I've had a fear really? of flying pretty much my whole life. Mm-hmm. About two, two, two and a half years ago, I got hypnotized, and flying is not a problem for me anymore. Really? Now you're a yeah. pilot. I'm a pilot now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fighter. I'm pilot. flying every day. But no, because I think in my mind, hypnotism was these kind of, you know, was I would 
put it in the same realm as like astrology or something or that's like kind of like fake. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. But it actually is more scientific than that. And it basically just my fear of flying and a lot of people's fears is, you know, your brain taking a mechanism, fear that was designed for like, you know, like a tiger, or like, yeah. you know, stress response hormones with something that is an actual danger. Survival. And yeah. it's putting it onto something that isn't dangerous. Right. Planes, even though they feel dangerous and, you, you know, obviously they are to a certain degree, but your brain is being like, this thing is going to kill me. Right. And it just rewires your brain so you're no longer thinking that. And it really helped. And I can fly with much more ease than I used to be able that's to. That's amazing. Yeah. So it really did help me. So that's just something that I was always hesitant about. And then my ex-girlfriend convinced me to do it. And it was a really good Is help. it one of those things that, d- does it work with everyone? or Because d- I know people, if you're overly cynical or you might not even nor typically meditate or something or if you like that. Close it your might eyes while effective. a guy's doing the thing in front of your face, like swinging the. <laughs> I would have considered myself quite cynical about it. Right, right, and right. I, it did you go me. into it? But did you go into it being like, "This isn't going to work," or did you go be like, "I need, I need to sort I need this, this out." To I was in the middle. I was <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then so what it is is like they basically she interviewed me for like three hours about flying and like oh, wow. how I think what, feel like about Watchmen flying or something. Yeah, it was like a Watchmen type. <laughs> I was in a sphere with video playing all around me, 360 degrees. Are you or have you ever been part of? the 7th Cavalry. I was fully what? nude. All my holes were plugged. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no. Electrodes everywhere. No, all just my no- holes were plugged. <laughs> it was just a normal conversation. Yeah. And then, yeah, basically like, she's basically looking into my brain to see how I talk about flying. Right, and like, what the, yeah, the, and like specifically are. the words that I use, you know, because then what she does is she hypnotizes me. It was like a 30 minute hypnosis. I'm lying down. And it's just like using my words about talking about flying and kind of mapping it onto something that's more positive in my life as opposed to something negative and kind of doing all these things. And then she records that. And then I listened to that every night for like a month when I went to sleep, like oh, the 30 wow. minute thing. Okay. And then now, and then I stopped listening to it every night after like a few months. And then now whenever I get on a plane, I just listen to that at the beginning of the flight and then I'm good the rest of the flight. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you still have like a you little bit. You don't have to, but it does right, help. for you personally. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. It. But it, it, I mean, I would say it worked. Okay. I, uh, I know people who have done it for smoking and other stuff. Yeah, I know somebody who yeah. did it for smoking. Did it work sure. for them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean, they began smoking, though, again, uh, not because like the the hypnosis failed them. They just had a very stressful point in their life, and they're like, I, I'm going to start smoking for a second. <laughs> hey, uh, I've decided to start smoking. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah it's but not. it's like, no, right. no, but for a long time, I think it was like two years or something, wow. and it was, but it was like on a dime, basically. Wow. Right. But then afterwards, it was, you know, personal shit going on. It's like, I got to sure. get myself to... The sweet, sweet release of nicotine. Now, what what does it feel like while you're being hypnotized? Because I feel like people assume it's just like you go away or something. But right. it's just like it was just like a deep kind of meditative right? sleep yeah. type thing. And okay. then when I listen to the thing, I'm fully aware of all of it. It's right. not like it right. all of a sudden makes me go. You don't start out. barking like a dog. Well, yeah, because no. all of our associations are you are getting sleep. Right. Ready. It's not quite like that. Right. It's just like your brain is thinking this thing is scary, and let's kind of shift that a little bit. Yeah. Now, do your eyes turn into world? things like in cartoons they do oh, like okay. those spirals yeah, yeah. spirals yeah. that yeah. does happen and that is okay. one of the best parts yeah that is actually pretty cool yeah uh, it's made out of a lot of par- parking tickets <laughs> <laughs> you sure you want to do that <laughs> uh all right let's talk about uh some polling 538 uh published that is basically say like telling us where Democratic candidates stand the top three. So Warren, Biden, and Bernie, where they stand in comparison with former uh, like presidential candidates. So the top, I was a little surprised by this. I would have thought it would have been Obama. But the person who had the highest favorability average and lowest unfavorability, like they're checking the difference between those, George W. Bush. What year? Hmm. 2000. Damn. Yeah, not 2004. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Barack Obama, number two, at 2008. John McCain, number three, 2008. John Edwards. This was apparently a different time. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, speaking of a different time, Above 2008. Yeah, America's mayor. Al Gore, up next. Hillary Clinton in 2008. Uh, Mitt Romney, 2012. And then we get to Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, and... Uh, then Hillary Clinton, 2016, Newt Gingrich, 2012, Jeb Bush, 2016, and last, pulling up the rear, Donald Trump, 2016. So, uh, cool. Yeah. So George W. Bush is plus 32.7. Uh, 56% of people thought like thought of him favorably. 23% thought of him unfavorably. 
Uh, Trump's is negative 26, I believe. Uh, 32% were favorable. 58 were unfavorable. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's just interesting. I mean, that, that seems about right to me. Well, who's like, the number one of the Democratic candidates right now? Sorry. Uh, Warren has the highest, highest overall. Hers is negative 0.4. So it's like almost even. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Joe Biden's next, negative 0.8. Bernie Sanders next, negative 1.8. Hmm. Sorry. Pretty um, close. Well, you know, I th- it, again, it just speaks to the fact that this is a year where there, people are saying a lot of different things and a lot of ideologies are available to right. vote on. Yeah. And people are still trying to figure out what the fuck they want. But I, you know, yes, this is shit needs to change. Right. I do. I need these polls because like I, I have no idea how everyone else is thinking. Like the, like we were talking about at the end of last week, the support for impeachment is going down as like the, <laughs> as the evidence is just piling up that it was completely justified. It's just I, like. All right, I guess. Like, I guess sure. People are just overwhelmed. They're like, I just yeah. don't want to read about this anymore. Right. right. Yeah, no, honestly. Sure. People are getting fatigued. Yeah. yeah, it's stressful. Yeah, it is. So, do you think that the calculations in terms of like the favorability for these Democratic candidates is like, it feels like more than in the past, it's really based on like who can Trump lose to? You know, like, because it feels like such the stakes are so high well, that, that that's like yeah. such a big part of it. It I depends feel like. on who, how you're trying to motivate somebody. Right. Because right. you can use that argument to dissuade someone for voting for a candidate like Bernie or totally. Elizabeth Warren because it's like, well, d- d- yeah, right, right. that might that might bring about a little sure. more equality to varying degrees. But but b- Biden, man, he'll, right. he'll beat I know. Trump. It's strange. And I think it's like, I think we need to look a little bit more holistically at the mm. situation because right. our issue isn't just that Trump is president. It's like on top of that, there's a lot going on that needs to be fixed right. To, right. to bring just generally people back together more in the sense that mm. they feel that they're living in a equitable society. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and, you know, Hillary in 2016 was negative nine. And Trump was negative twenty six, so it doesn't doesn't mean what these numbers don't right, mean, right, like, right. are clearly not an indicator of because Trump won win. that, right? Right, right. I, I think that's right. right. Wait, here, let me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Two thousand sixteen, okay, Trump was won. That, right, was, the that was the one that Trump won. Uh, I was trying to remember if it was him or uh, Hillary Clinton. Do you think there's anyone in this country who doesn't know that Trump is the president? <laughs> I was thinking about that this morning. Like, is there anyone who's like who? Like, <laughs> wasn't there a New York Times article where it was like somebody who, like, after the election, just like moved out and was like, I just unplugged from society <laughs> and like stopped paying attention to the news because it was too annoying. Uh, I, I'd, sure I'd imagine was, there is yeah. someone who yeah. has has no care in the I'm world. I'm curious, you know. Yeah, I mean, credit to them. Man. No, I'm yeah. jealous, you know. But also, like, come on, how the fuck do you not know what's going on? Uh, they're probably so much happier. I don't know. To be that aggressively like, I don't want to hear anything about anything about ever anything. Right. They're just like a precog. They're just floating in a bathtub <laughs> with yeah. all their holes plugged At one of those, to quote a, a funny man. Epsom salt float tank, one of those float <laughs> tank therapy places. Reminds me of Cypher from The Matrix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He unplugged, you know. Ignorance is bliss. He's eating that steak. Yeah. Yeah, spoiler. Hey, you remember Tasty Wheat? <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that. I like that. What was his name? Mouse? Oh, that was, well, I thought it was Cypher. No. Oh, Cypher so, so is, Mouse is a small guy. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Cypher is Joe Pantoliano, right? Joey Pants. Joey Pants, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break to uh, talk more about The Matrix. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back. And Lev Parnas, who the fuck is that? He's uh, the, you know, Rudy's man, Rudy's, Rudy's boy, uh, Ukrainian guy who has been uh, charged with illegally funding $350,000 into a pro Trump pack. Right. And also into uh, Pete Sessions uh, campaign, former congressman. Um, but not just that, he's been like one of these dudes who's been palling around with Rudy Giuliani, uh, him and his other boy, Igor, um, you know, have sort of been, I guess guiding him on his uh, wonderful journey through Europe. I feel Europe. like they're his body men. Like, they're just like, they're his bag man, they're his body man. Yeah, they're, they're like always around. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people are like, you know, he's been 
photographed numerous times with Donald Trump and other people uh, in the administration and, you know, was sort of presenting himself as like, yo, dude, I'm in good with Giuliani, who's Trump's main dude. Right. Rudy's my main dude. Therefore, I can do anything. Right. It's in a book. Take a look. It's reading Rainbow. Right. Uh, Then so right now, because he is currently facing charges for that illegal money funneling, he's been under a little bit of pressure and he's been pretty willing to speak about anything he knows because I think he's looking for some kind of immunity. Well, uh, at first he wasn't, and then Trump was like, I don't know him. Right. And he was like, oh, oh word? Really? Look uh, at my Facebook. Look at these pictures. <laughs> these photographs. Uh, yeah, and I think his, and oddly enough, his lawyer, this guy, uh, Joseph Bondi, he was on like an 11th month hiatus on from Twitter and had not been using it, and then suddenly starts tweeting this stuff out being like, my client has hard, hard evidence of wrongdoing by the president. He Damn. is a direct witness to wow. some of these acts. And basically saying, like, let this, let Lev testify or whatever. So he's basically been trying to dangle uh, his client in front mm. of Adam Schiff to be like, you may want to have this guy up too. Right. Now, a lot of people aren't sure, you know, does he really have something to say? Is he clever? And he'll just pull like a Paul Manafort type thing where he's like, oh, I'll say something, but right. just enough that I seem cooperative and maybe <laughs> just enough that I can protect the president. Uh, but it seems like he has an ax to grind with the president. And uh, when you look at sort of like these past stories, we talked briefly about how Devin Nunes uh, was going around with Lev Parnas and helping him sort of like do his own little trip to Ukraine to look around, to sniff right, around. Right, um, And then another one is that uh, Parnas had accompanied Rudy to a meeting with the guy, Andrew Yermak, who we've heard a lot, who was one of the uh, President Zelensky's advisors. And that was like, that meeting is one of the like meetings they point to a lot as being one of like the turning points mm. or milestone in this whole scandal. So, huh. you know, it gets murkier, but a lot of, again, we're at that phase where all the scumbags are trying to support them I, or trying to save themselves. Right. Yeah. It'd be interesting if this Lev guy like is the final nail in the right. coffin, and Trump's just like that guy, like oh, he was yeah. just hanging around. Never heard of him. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's where you know kind of brings us to our next point about the hearings. I know at one level, you know, it seems like the public phase of the impeachment presentations is winding down. Right. Uh, although they did leave the door open possibly for more, but. There is something that I feel like we are still missing. Granted, we already know, we already have accepted what the reality is of the situation, but we kind of need, knowing that the president, vice president, chief of staff, secretary of state, probably attorney general, all these other people have like direct knowledge of what was going on and they still haven't been dragged up to the hill to actually, you know, explain themselves. It leaves... It leaves us wanting a little bit because they're like the hot chicks at the quid pro quo party. Right. And Wait. we're like, yo, come on, why aren't y'all going to talk? Right. You know what I mean? Oh my God, he looked at me. He looked at me. He looked at me. Right. No, but please now tell us something because we've got the other people at the party. But, you know, we kind of want the main players to also start speaking. I think that might be, we sort of need that also. You know, when it's, I think it's too easy for the Republicans to deflect and sort of be like, well, these are. These are, you know, never Trumper. These are ambassadors. What do they know or whatever? But what about these people? What if the, about right. the vice president, chief of staff? I think they could offer something. Interesting. Oh, man. If they got Pence up there, he's so cool under pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just closes his eyes really hard. He would Ben that... Kenobi in A New Hope. Right. Just become a pile <laughs> of clothes. <laughs> I heard a thing yesterday that part of the Republicans' argument is that the aid was eventually given to Ukraine. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. so funny. That's like that's like stealing something from a store, and then you're like two blocks away, and then they catch you, and you're like, "Oh, well, actually, here, have it back." Right? <laughs> no, I was gonna bring it back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, here you go. You can no, take we're it. Good, we're good. Well, it's the same thing as like attempted murder. <laughs> yeah, is it right. Murder. Right. Right. Did they murder them? No, they attempted it, and it was fine. What's a problem? I feel like Tim Robinson would be like a could play a White House lawyer. Right. <laughs> it's fine. We <laughs> gave it back. Yeah, what? <laughs> it's a little digression, but my cousin just murdered someone. Yeah, did they? Yeah, is that interesting? 
Is it cool? Uh, what happened? Yeah, I don't know. It's just I, my mom sent me an article a week ago. Are you serious? Yeah, this, my mom shit, sent me an man. email. Your the, family's the, so the, interesting. The subject line was, d- wow, all lowercase. And then, oh, and then in the body, God. it was just a link to an article where my cousin admits to murdering someone. Oh, no. Holy yeah. shit. Sorry to digress, but you yeah. said murder, and I've just been thinking about it. Like, yeah, hey, man. A close cousin? Like somebody that someone you grew I up like... I grew up with him, but I haven't spoken to him in like 20 years. I'm not oh, okay. really close to my family, but he did murder yeah. someone. Oh, wow. Huh. So, yeah. How does that make you feel when you're like... Good, because there's one murder in every family. It's not me. Right. right. Yeah. So yeah. Is there a murder in every family? Yeah, every family's got one murder. Huh. So, huh. damn, I think my mom's doing a good job of hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, um, bet you sh- I'll bet you she'll come after these raccoons. Oh, that's with true. Her opossums. Oh, yeah. Her opossums. I was so happy to hear uh, that your cousin... Mer- no. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, I, Adam Schiff, I heard at the end of last week on the radio somewhere where he was basically saying what i've been saying all along that like this is worse than watergate like this isn't uh-huh. like the republicans keep being like no nah, it's not as bad as watergate Dude, it's like the strongest there case. was a break-in and it, right. he's like no this is a country that is at war with russia yeah like we this is so bad and it's uh, also about a future election right. as opposed to a yeah. past one yeah. you know? future yeah. election withholding aid from an ally who's fighting an aggressor nation and right. like and i think the biggest difference is that congress is different right we just don't have sure, sure. we don't have republicans who are willing to engage with the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. Congress is different, and Fox News, which was yeah. invented specifically for this purpose, uh, is in existence. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Fox News, yeah. the president, who is like a person defending themselves in court, mm-hmm. you always know that that person is innocent, he called into Fox and Friends to uh, just kind of chat him up. Yeah. Be like, you guys haven't heard from me in a long enough, in too long a time. I mean, the I feel like one of the last times he called, he called for a pretty long time and they had to get him to hang up. But they're like, <laughs> we're sure you are very busy as the right. president of the United States of America. Do you need to get off the phone now? They sound, this is the most uncomfortable. Like, this is even more uncomfortable than they sound at that time. And they sounded very uncomfortable. Yeah, because it's your spooky uncle saying all kinds of weird conspiracy theories <laughs> right. that are fact baseless and that have already been so aggressively publicly right. debunked right that it's like we can't really engage you here and you're like sorry so... uncle we got to go to commercial <laughs> right yeah what do we Mr. have <laughs> do we have audio of that yeah. one where they're like are you sure well okay so i mean look first of all he called and had a whole 53 minute solo over the phone to that's him. insane uh this first one even steve Ducey. Sounds uncomfortable by what he's hearing. Normally, Fox and Friends, <laughs> right. present can do fucking no wrong. But they are, I think they're even starting to see like how they fit into all this. Right. Uh, so just check. This is this is a nice moment to see Ducey very uncomfortable. It had to do, they say, with Ukraine. But, but Mr. You President. Know, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. They have the server, right, from the DNC, Democratic National Committee. Who has the server? Now, the FBI went in and they told him, get out of here. You're not kidding. We're not giving it to you. They gave the server to CrowdStrike or whatever it's called, which is a country, which is a company owned by a very wealthy Ukrainian. And I still want to see that server. You know, the FBI has never gotten that server. That's a big part of this whole thing. Why did they give it to a Ukrainian company? Are well, you sure they did that? Ukraine? Well, that's what the word is, and that's what actually in my phone call, if you know. What? I mean, I- so, yeah, <laughs> that's what the that's word him. is. Are you sure they did that? <laughs> Can you imagine how he would be in a cross-examination? Right. Are you oh. sure about this? And his answer is, that's, that's what, what the word, word is. That's what the word is. I mean, that's what you just said with words. Is yeah. that what you mean? He's like, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. That seems a word. You hear Richard Gere had them gerbils up his ass? <laughs> that's what the word is. Are you sure? That's what the word is. I don't know. Look, him had to go to the hospital, get her stomach pumped. There's also yeah. much of semen. Gallons of semen. Are you sure? I don't know. That's what the that's word what, is. That's what the word is. Her man. corn was named after an incident where they... Anyway, that's another weird myth from middle school. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know that one. Oh, it's 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 dark. They stuck um, corn cobs up their ass? Nah, they... Uh, Nah, it's dark. Just look it up. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I, again, he goes on about this missing DNC server, which doesn't even make sense. Okay, like the server, right? If you're even talking right. about the DNC, all their IT like infrastructure, it's actually made up of 140 servers, and most of them are cloud-based. Right. 
And but again, he's grandpa. He thinks it's right. like this blinking box. Yeah, that has, that has like emails rattling around inside <laughs> yes. it. He just like shakes them loose and they'll yeah. come out. And... The other thing is this whole idea of CrowdStrike being owned by a Ukrainian. I have no idea. That's just I don't even know where that comes from. Right. They're publicly traded. The founders is a dude from I think Jersey. Right. And the co-founder happens to be Russian. Right. So I don't, I don't know. I guess I mean, that means Ukra- Ukraine. People are yeah. saying they're owned by Ukrainians. That's, the, right. word. Man, that's, that's the, word. the word. That's okay. the word. You know what I mean? Well, their headquarters is in Ukraine. Oh, no, it's Arizona. Sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. I, I always get those two confused. No. And so, again, that's when they were just like, I think that's why they were like, are you sure? Because right. we've already established <laughs> that's not a way to talk about anything. Because our fact checkers who are conspiracy theorists. Haven't even let go of this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have decided this isn't true. <laughs> then he goes on to talk about, he go, he does his Mariah Carey. I don't know them. I don't right. know any of them. This is the, this is him now denying he knows any of these people who testified. First of all, Volker, I don't know him. Don't know him. Volker? Uh, this guy, Sondland, hardly know him. I've had a couple of conversations with him. I see him hanging around, you know, when I go to Europe. But he was really a, the European Union ambassador. And all of a sudden, he's working on this and, you know, ask about that. What? What? The fuck are he's, you talking I think he about? Actu- I think he's actually sick. Like he's fighting mm. a cold. He sounded right, very right. nasally, like, yeah, yeah, which yeah. shows you. I picture and him with all like of a one sudden of those, he's working on this, like a hot water bag. You know, like from the cartoons, right. like yeah, that red balloon yeah. on his head with like a thermometer in it, and like a Saint Bernard helping him out. And I gotta <laughs> say, you don't get sick if you're guilt if you're not guilty. Yeah, if you're guilty, true. you get sick. And then he goes well, on. All illness is yeah. just fear, totally uh, taking yep. hold. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. So my uh, hockey coach used to say. I mean, how I believe that his brain was very close to saying Volker. I hardly knew her. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was going to happen. Volker? <laughs> I hardly knew her. Hey, you see what I did there? <laughs> no, I volked him. Uh, but yeah, then he goes on to talk about Marie Ivanovich, who, my goodness, completely let it be known that she's an upstanding person. Yeah. Head is completely in the right place, not a partisan at all. Right. We all saw her. Yes. This is his take on her. Ambassador that, you know, everybody says is so wonderful. She wouldn't hang my picture in the embassy, okay? She's in charge of the embassy. She wouldn't hang it. It took like a year and a half or two years for her to get the picture up. She said bad things about me. She wouldn't defend me. And I have the right to change an ambassador. And Rudy didn't say good things, but he wasn't crazy about it. You know, it wasn't like a major topic. But I have the right to change. This was an Obama person. It wouldn't didn't want to hang my picture in the embassy. It's a standard is you put the president of the United States picture in an embassy. This was not an angel, this woman, okay? okay. And there are a lot of things that she did that I didn't like. Okay. And we will talk about that at some time. Okay. Okay. But I just want to let you know, this was not a baby that we're dealing with. Were- this okay. was not a what? A baby that we're dealing Dude, I don't know. What you want me to say? Fuck? This is where we're at. Yo. This is not a baby we're dealing with. This is why I have a Trump uh, picture in my house. Because yeah. he, so he can't <laughs> right. use that against me yeah. in the right. future if I'm ever like, you if know, you have an album out. Oh, She's totally. No yeah. I love his album. Yeah, yeah. She wouldn't hang a picture of me. <laughs> She's no angel. She wouldn't hang a picture. She's definitely no baby. Right. <laughs> she ain't no baby. Like, what the fuck is <laughs> what that? What the fuck is Uh oh. This is no baby. Totally pwned. They've, dis- <laughs> they've destroyed our baby argument. <laughs> I was in here being like, I thought she was a baby. That. Might be the most. This is not a baby that we're dealing with. This yeah. is a this is an adult woman, right? With a with a fine education. Don't, don't be fooled. Now this is no baby. I looked up baby. I compared them, and they look totally different to me. Yeah, okay? very, very, very different. And she's a very bad lady. Uh, and you could just tell at the end of that one, they were like, okay, uh, no, they were dying to cut off. The president of the United States yeah, to yeah. get him to stop talking. And their faces, uh, if you could see their faces, they look like a bunch of, I don't know, like uh, they well, were they're so always defeated. like looking off camera at their producers while he's rambling. They're like, <laughs> or like, solemnly yeah. just down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like sort of below the camera eye line and just like, mm-hmm. this is our guy. We're listening to Poppy do his weird talk. Um, and then finally, Great uh, slip of the tongue or brain uh, in this one where he's ta- trying to explain, you know, like, I, I was never t- about this quid pro quo, man. I'm trying to clean up Ukraine, man. I'm trying to drain this fucking swamp. 
and fill it with bigger swamp. And here's him. I don't know. Just I, I don't even whatever. Just fucking hear this. Go, uh, your ambassador to the United uh, to the EU, uh, Mr. Sundland, in his opening statement said that there was quid pro quo. There was quid pro quo. He said because uh, you wanted an investigation into corruption in exchange for a visit to the White House or something like that. Yeah. Well, that's total nonsense. I do want always corruption. I say that to anybody. Why should we give money to a, a country that's known corrupt? It's a very corrupt country. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, people. Clearly, I do want always corruption. I do want always corruption. Corruption is great, but it's a good quote. Uh, yeah, it's a good quote. He clearly misspoke, but. Uh, yeah. I also like just that that little soundbite of Fox News being like, <laughs> and like just completely mischaracterizing right. like the entire idea of it. <laughs> like, I guess like they wanted because <laughs> you wanted to cre- clean up Ukraine, just, they were mad. Let's be clear. I want always corruption. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You know? Like, okay. Uh-huh. You should go, Mr. Yeah, President. You need a, a nap. No, I need Mucinex. Right. Yeah, well. Uh, shit. That... That is amazing. That the especially that second to last clip where he's just rambling on about how Yovanovitch is no angel. She's no baby. She's no angel and no baby. She's no zygote. Like I'll is tell you he that. is he picturing like one of those angel babies from like cherub? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a little cherub, like uh, a little cupid doll. Yeah, she's I no cupid doll. I'll tell you <laughs> yeah. that much. She's oh. a she's a she's a cold blooded snake. <laughs> Um, well, it's funny again, like when you see this in my mind, I'm like, isn't he just chilling? Because it's so clear the Republicans aren't taking this seriously. Right, and that's right, really right. once it gets to the Senate, if you don't have the two thirds in there, what's the fucking point here? Right. And I think that's what a lot of, but this seems, I guess I wonder because it's even clear to him. He's like, Oh boy, this looks bad yeah. for me. No, he, I mean, you know that he is taking it seriously because he had a meeting with senators from uh, GOP senators like Romney and, you know, people who have been critical of like him Susan and, Collins. and just like kissed their ass. Right. And his version of kissing their ass, which is being like, I did Kiss nothing, I'm the best. And now then, what do, you want? what do you want? Yeah. And then they were like, he stayed on topic for like, Five minutes at a time. It was amazing. He wow. did such a good job. Well, maybe that's why we got this phone call. He expended right. all that mental energy to try and appear human with these other senators. And then it was like, okay, it's time to fire up the band. This is his equivalent of just like putting his face in a mound of cocaine. Just, yeah, I mean, that's what it, like, ah, I mean. If you really, if you just read the text of that Yovanovitch part, it sounds like a wacky drug rant. Yeah. This ambassador that everyone says, I wonder if she wouldn't hang my picture of the embassy. Okay, she's in charge of the embassy. She wouldn't hang it. It took her like a year and a half or two years to get the picture of She said bad things about me. She wouldn't defend me. And I have the right to change the ambassador. Rudy said good things, but she wasn't crazy about it. It wasn't like a major topic, but I have the right to change. This is an Obama person. Wouldn't, didn't hang up my picture in the embassy. It's standard. Is you put your picture of the president of the United States picture in the embassy. This is not an angel. This woman, okay? And there's a lot of things she did that I didn't like. And we'll talk about that sometime. But I just want you to know, this is not a baby that we're dealing with. He also like basically I'd be like, her. I'm like, this is my stop. <laughs> yeah. I'm get off the bus now. Hey, we're this gonna, is no we're baby. Gonna, we're going to get into all that later. Sometime. Yeah. But I just want to tell everyone, I want the American people to know, this is no baby. Because a lot of people saying she's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. <laughs> I'm just thinking, do you think he'll ever use baby to describe someone positively? Maybe like, no, are you kidding me? Mick Mulvaney's a total baby. John Bolton is such a nice, sweet baby. Mike, right. Mike Pombebo. <laughs> like, what does that mean in his mind? Yeah. Baby good? Yeah, baby good. I mean, baby good. Baby good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that I could be- I have to agree with him on that, baby good. Baby good. Baby yeah, good. baby do no harm. Baby yeah. good. I guess that's what it- Yeah. Yeah. He's, I guess he has found a truth. Well, speaking of innocent babies, Rudy Giuliani's son uh, is, you know, apparently uniquely qualified to work in a suburban golf club pro shop. Yeah, uh, for He's sure. a 
very good golfer, it would seem. Uh, was like kind of on the verge of uh, being on the tour a couple times. Wait, really? For legitimately? You're yeah. not fucking around? Yeah, no, oh. for real. He, he What's was a shoot? Uh, seven, I think the. <laughs> 88. <laughs> I think the like the story where they were talking about him getting kicked off of Duke's uh, golf team for being an asshole. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, but he was shooting a seventy-four. He averaged okay. a seventy-four, which was like bottom means, half of the team. Uh, seventy-two is par usually. Oh, um, <laughs> but yeah. So he's qualified to work in a golf uh, club pro shop. He actually works in the White House and makes ninety thousand dollars a year of taxpayer money uh, organizing visits of athletes to the White House. That's his main That's a gig. job? That's his job. So, wait, you get $90,000 to organize visits of probably – that has to be the easiest job because I feel like most as, most athletes will be like, pass, right. hard pass. <laughs> yeah, no, they do. A lot of them do. Right. But I guess he was responsible for the visit of that Nationals reliever who wore the MAGA hat. Anyways, I remember this dude from my childhood. Right. Really? He pushed me around. No, he was like Giuliani when he was first sworn in as the mayor of New York. His son like went up and started just, you know, acting wild. He was like seven or so. Talking into the mic when he's being sworn in. He was like talking on the mic, imitating his dad, knocked over a uh, thing of water, which like ran down Rudy's leg. He was paid $100,000 a year to do that as well. Yeah, though. That's, that's a right. crazy yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah he's he really... spent it all on Raven's Revenge, <laughs> candied powder. <laughs> uh, but that event was parodied on SNL with Chris Farley playing him. So, like, I always remembered that. Right. Like, the, this kid who was played... Like, I've always been like... Remember when SNL made fun of like a seven-year-old? Right. Like, like, what would you do if you were seven and Chris Farley was playing you? That I mean, he'd probably hit the links. You know? I mean, in all right. fairness, he was eight. <laughs> oh, okay, my oh, bad. Okay. You know what I mean? So he can handle it. He's he can, no baby. He can he's no baby. You got flamed by the yeah. the physical comedy genius yeah. of Chris. Farley. Eight years old. He's no baby. You know, the he one, can handle it. The Yankee Stadium sketch. Yeah, we with watched them. it yesterday. He constantly. It's depicting him getting hit in the head with baseballs <laughs> and yeah. like stray bats and shit. Yeah, and you're like. I'm sorry. Are we <laughs> pretending that we're laughing in a scenario where this eight-year-old is getting like TBIs from yes. like uh, like runaway balls and things like that? We didn't know what TBIs were at the time, yeah. but yes. Uh, anyways, he grew up to be a fine, upstanding young man. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he claims that him and Trump are close independently of his father. Uh, or Giuliani mean? says that. He says that they've been close ever since he was a baby. Uh, so, as you see, Trump's He's, friendship with he goes, hey, Andy, Andy Giuliani, total baby. <laughs> so that sounds like a Woody Allen defense or something. Like, look, yeah. me and Sunyi were close, independent, yeah. yes. independent, independent of any of this, independent yeah. of Mia, of being uh, the father. So he eventually went to Duke, uh, made the golf team, uh, and when he was cut from the golf team for being a jerk, was that uh, mean? What are you thinking? What do you mean? Like, what? what's a jerk mean? Like he was- uh, Tossed an apple in a teammate's face, flipped his putter a few feet through, and broke a club and gunned his engine in a parking lot. Uh, and <laughs> the coach was like, I want to kick him off the team, but if everybody on the team votes to bring him back because you're all friends with him. Right, if it's good for the come, dynamic. Right, right, he can come back on the team. And instead, five players wrote letters saying Andrew, quote, should be removed from the team. Uh, he he wasn't even good enough to be like he wasn't like one of the top players. He was on the bottom half of the team and just a complete asshole. That by the way, that description of tossing apple in a teammate's <laughs> face, flipped his putter. That was from a few feet. Yeah, a few feet. That was from a lawsuit that he brought. He sued Duke and Duke's golf program for uh, kicking him off the team for messing up his apple. Damn. Yes, you guys messed up my apple. That, I, so that is his version of events. Yeah. That's him being like, they kicked me off just for throwing an apple in a teammate's face, flipping my putter a few feet, throwing a, breaking a club and gunning my engine like a fucking boss. Um, uh, that's, I'm now trying to picture if that was him, that's his version. Tossed an apple means straight overhand right. fastball, <laughs> right. four-seam fastball to someone's nose. Flipped his putter a few feet is a happy Gilmore fucking chuckaroo of the putter, yes. probably into the like into a water hazard. Threw and broke a club, 
I mean, that's pretty much it. I don't yes. know how you can turn that one yeah. up. Gunned his engine. He hit some kids. Yeah. Or like nearly did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fishtailed it just like just to like fucking knock someone's bag over. Yeah. Took off in his Mustang. Yikes. Um he yeah, he sued. He was like, I should be able to play there and like use the uh athletic facilities for life because they cut me. Wait, um, what? Yeah. Oh my yo, I would love to know, even for five minutes, the this kind of privilege. Oh my god. Where gosh. like you're in your mind, you're like well, I'm going to fucking sue everybody. And you know what? I'm going to be here for life. Yeah. Well, I mean, this dude definitely spent his whole life being like, I'm telling my dad. Right, and then right. you're fucked. My dad's the mayor. Right. Oh, could you fucking him? Oh, I would beat the shit. Uh, no. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I would fuck him up, rather. Right. There we go. That <laughs> is he was what like, we would I'll tell my dad he's the mayor. I'm like, yeah, tell him this. Bow. Across um, his chin. I don't, like, I don't know why I don't like people flexing on me like that. If some kid was like, my dad's mayor. Right. I'm like, all right. Like he would, John uh, kids who claim their dad is a cop, he would be like, well, my dad's a mayor. He's, fire your dad. Yeah. Um, oh, right. And probably still does that. Anyways, uh, he did some pro golfing, appeared on a golf channel reality show, The Big Break, uh, <laughs> where people said- They that, break their club in anger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking, that's all he does. I mean, he would talk to this door- uh, and what does that mean? Like he just nonstop chatterbox loves loves the oh, sound so he of his, is own his voice. father's son. Yeah, and now he works in the White House. Yeah, great, great. Yeah. Let's get him in there. I mean, this is honestly of all the terrible nepotism we've been hearing about, this seems like the lowest stakes one. Granted, right. you know what, Andrew, I'm gonna need my ninety thousand dollars back. Right. You they know, also asked him, uh, in addition to the sports stuff, they asked him to work on the opioid crisis. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? So, really? Yeah. <laughs> Work what, on like, this? Why? What's wrong with that? <laughs> what? I mean, this isn't surprising because wasn't um, Jared in, in charge of the opioid crisis too at first? Wasn't I, that on I his... forget who it was, but it was somebody. It was somebody's like, yeah, and they're in charge of opioids. Jared's going <laughs> to completely Jared's destabilize the Middle East. East and completely fuck it up what and throw another that chaos. Mean? And so people, uh, sources, people who have worked with him in the White House say, Andrew, quote, doesn't really try to be involved in anything and is, quote, just having a nice time. <laughs> Uh, Yo, that's so and, tight. And that's, that's someone speaking positively about it, yes. right? <laughs> like, that's and a glowing Andrew, review. Yeah, Andrew, quote, credits Trump for helping him through his parents' divorce uh, and even for mending his strained relationship with his father. What? But John Kelly did not like him. Dude, what if Trump was Andrew's real dad? Oh, Ooh, that like actually, that. he kind of looks you know what I mean? a little bit. He has that karma face. You know, like, because all of Trump's children wear his karma on their face. (laughs) And he has that. And I feel like it's weird, right? It's like, he's like, maybe, maybe you're my dad, Trump. He looks like a, like some people say he kind of looks like a combination of Trump and Giuliani. Uh, Or writer Jay McNabb said he looks like a Mad Magazine caricature of Gary Busey come to life. I think it's like somewhere in between. I'll be nice to Gary Busey. Yeah. Yeah. He also, he looks like Gary Busey had a child with uh, that Coke brother, Scion. Wyatt. Uh, Wyatt Coke. Diet Coke. Yeah. Diet Coke. Yeah. Wyatt Coke. Yeah. Uh, he's, so he, is, so he's just chilling all day, just not bothering anybody? Uh, yeah. Who? Uh, Andrew. Andy. Andy. Andy Giuliani. Yeah. So. Not button heads too much? Kelly um, didn't want to do anything at, at one point. He was asked to do something that John Kelly was like, why the fuck would this guy be doing it? Right. Uh, he said he didn't like Rudy or Andrew, the random guy who played golf with Trump. Uh, <laughs> and Kelly actually revoked Andrew's pass. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. At which point Andrew flipped out. Trump uh... ordered Kel to restore Giuliani's pass and give him a promotion. Uh, Wait, to give... Andrew Julie- Andrew a promotion for to his what? trouble. He's been working hard. But uh, to chief of staff. <laughs> <laughs> to chief of golf. Right. Do we have a list of what what athletes he's brought to the White House though? Maybe he's been doing good work. I, think, I mean, I guess what that football team that was served fast food. Yeah. Yeah, that was impressive. He's been doing some pretty He was behind that meal. He he made that order. He called yeah. McDonald's. <laughs> he's like, this is gonna sound <laughs> crazy. You're gonna think I'm totally lying right now. I need five hundred Big Macs, dude. Can you get in like twenty minutes? Great. Yeah. So Kelly refused to give him the pass or oh, the uh, promotion. 
uh, and just assumed that Trump would forget about it, um, which he did. But then Mick Mulvaney restored the pass and gave Andrew his promotion. Why is he, he in the news on. right now? What what is anything happen? Are people just kind of aware of it now? Why is he in the news right now? I don't know. Someone like it start. What I first saw was just a tweet hmm. of his face. Yeah, <laughs> that and was someone enough. just like this is. Because it was reported that his son works in the White House, right. but no one cared. And I think as the news maybe slowed down. Oh, like, that's right. It's a Atlantic article that chronicles his role at the White House. Got it. Got yeah. It. yeah. I mean, hey, you know, dress for the job you want. Right. And you might get it through nepotism. Uh, well, speaking of nepotism. Nepies. The, uh, the bestseller list. We have a little more insight into how Donald Trump Jr.'s book uh, made it to number one. Triggered with uh, the letters being filled in by flames. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, Hell man. yeah, dog. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> the Federal Elections Commission, man, there's something because, you know, they make people, you know, submit and be transparent about their ex- expenditures. How they spend money, yeah. Uh, and this little receipt, when you look from the, Re- okay, so this is the name of committee mm. in full, Republican National Committee. Okay. Okay, and then it says, a uh, full name of recipient, booksamillion.com huh. uh, in Birmingham, what, for like $14 Alabama. $14 or something? Um, it says donor mementos in the amount of $94,800. <laughs> what were they doing spending nearly $95,000 at a book website? Huh. And then, wait, I'm trying to remember because his book is on the bestseller list. And then, wait. <laughs> yeah. Did they I, buy right? them all? I know. I mean, we Shocking. knew this, but <laughs> we knew that. I don't know how many copies of that book that buys, but like, who knows how how much money they spent buying buying this asshole's books? Yeah. Well, when a couple of reporters started sniffing around, they're like, "Was this having to do with his book?" They're like, "Yeah." But then when they asked, an RNC spokesperson said. We haven't made a large bulk purchase, but are ordering copies to keep up with demand. Uh-huh. <laughs> then this journalist asked, well, how does that square with buying almost 100 grand worth of books on a single day? And the answer is, we stand by our statement. Uh-huh. Uh, but whatever. You know, I don't think Don Jr. believes he's actually achieved a thing in his life. I think he does. I thought, he, but he's so he's so torn up and haunted by the fact that his dad doesn't like him. and I think only- he killed that part of himself. Oh, that like felt yeah. the his own inadequacy. Yeah, I think he's he seems like he side. believes his own bullshit now, um, which is, I mean, that's an easy adjustment for people like that to make. Right, it seems like just being someone managed to convince him that he wasn't completely full of shit. In a national yeah, I guess now when you joke. have all these like MAGA heads just being like, "Yo, dude, you're right. like the sickest dude yeah. ever." They fucking love me, dude. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding? Kid me? Watch this, dude. And now he gets to walk into that room in the White House that's full of his books and just smile. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's just that yeah. side room where they're just putting them all in there. Well, no, they're sending them to anybody who donates to the Donald Trump oh, is that true? Uh, re-election committee. That's yeah, true. they're like, hey, you, for a $20 donation, that's when uh, I was in, when I was you in get co- this $30 book. When I was in college, my friend had a job that he found on Craigslist, which was some rich guy wrote a book and he hired a team of like 10 people to hand out the book in public every day for hours wow. just to give people a book. So his book was just out there in the world. Huh. It's like a super rich guy and he's like, I just want people to read my book. What was it called? I don't remember. Holy Bible. Yeah, it was the Holy Bible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of, this, Beck is like said that he's not a Scientologist anymore. Yeah, I mean, I just saw the headline. Really? No, like he's like in some interviews, like I'm not affiliated with really. Anymore. Ooh, huh. Some people, Matt Lieb, past guest, believes maybe something's about to come out about him because mm-hmm. he's distancing himself from the church. Maybe I don't something's know. Something's about to come out about him or the Back, church. Maybe. Ooh, like a, I don't know. Look, <laughs> no, the Whenever church. Anything's going on with Dianetics. If something's like, going to come out about you, you want to be associated with the Church of Scientology. That's like Danny Masterson, right. Shield, homie from uh, that seventy show. show. Yeah, it was a sex crime. Sex crime, and the women who accused him were, you know, uh, harassed and followed. And, oh, by Scientology. Yeah, by Scientologists. Mm. Uh, terrifying, terrifying group of people. Let's talk about a terrifying car. How about a fucking dope car? The Tesla uh, Cyberfuck? Cyber yeah. Cybertruck? Yeah. Uh it this is it's Have like, you seen this? Oh yeah. I gotta admit, I looked at a regular truck today. It looked weird to me. <laughs> After that, yeah. I'm just like my whole perspective is skewed, you know. You're like, what the fuck <laughs> what is, is this? this? Why is the back open? <laughs> the Chevy it's... Silverado. Ugh. It looks unbelievably bad. 
It looks so strange. It looks like it came from the Herbie Hancock rocket video. It and does. for those of y'all don't remember, it's like OG polygonal, like computer animated. It's so angular. It looks like one of those puzzles where it's like you can use three lines to connect all these dots. Yeah, right. I mean, this shit basically looks like a triangle. It's bizarre. Right. It's a pyramid. It's it's in a pyramid scam. And, uh, and is the is it a try? I mean, you can't. There's no thing to put stuff. There in is the back. a bed. There yeah, is a this bed. This angle is a little bit. Okay. Bet- it'll betray the tr- true intent. I was trying to look at an angle where you could, because I couldn't see if there was a bed or not. Yeah, there is. Okay. Uh, when you kind of look through this, uh, let me just show you. Just real curious. Uh, yeah, okay, there, fine. It's really hard to tell. There's a bit of a thing, but again, it's still stupid. <laughs> it's starting at uh, for thirty nine thousand nine hundred dollars for the single motor rear rear wheel drive version. And it goes up to sixty nine thousand for a tri motor all wheel drive. That doesn't um, seem that expensive for a truck. Forty thousand dollars. I feel like trucks are really expensive. Well, yeah, they I are. mean, for a Tesla. You know, yeah, that's like good. I mean, they're they're they've been more and more affordable. Uh, but I think the thing that again, besides the shape, which looks so, I don't know if it aerodynamism really, like has anything to do with it. Wrote on Twitter that it looks like it's something like a a truck being rendered by like something that. Like a early version of computer games that like isn't up right. to the task yeah. of like rendering what it's trying to render. I believe that the cars in the launch version of Ridge Racer that was made by right. Namco for PlayStation yeah. look better. Than they were this, better. Yes. with more detail. Uh, and come find me if you disagree. It looks like you zoomed in on the cars from the very first version of Sims. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I guess the other thing too, it's made of like the color is just really odd. It looks like raw steel. It's because it's, it's just straight up stainless steel yeah. on the exterior. Yeah. And it's um, just like say what you want about Tesla. Their aesthetics are pretty good usually. Like this yeah. seems yeah. like a departure. It's very bizarre. I wonder who got away with this. Right. Was Elon just so fucking high and like in a mood where they're like, fine, dude. This Maybe Grimes designed it. Oh, he yeah. let her do it, you know? Like Azalea Banks left a drawing in the, <laughs> right. like, the house when she was there alone. <laughs> but then the other part was then they talk about this stainless steel because I think apparently it's better for, uh, it's like less prone to damage or mm. corrosion because it's not paint. It's just straight up steel if you're fucking working. Uh, but then their whole thing is this armor glass oh, yeah. that's like so damage proof. And that the unveiling, <laughs> this shit just bro- shattered. Yeah. I a guy who didn't look like he was a baseball player. <laughs> Uh, like it no. didn't look like he knew how to throw things very hard through the ball at the window because Elon Musk told him to, uh, because it was unbreakable and then it shattered. And then he was like, <laughs> all right, one, lo- that was one lucky shot. Uh, let's throw it, throw no, wait, it two times window. in a row. Yeah. And it shattered Boom. both times at which point he said, Oh fuck. Or something like that. Said, oh we'll my f- fucking god! Yeah. Said we'll fix it in post. Yeah, yeah we'll that's what he, said. Yeah. that's what he Deep said. Deep fake. And then uh, the stock price went down six percent. Yeah. Mm. All right, you guys ready for my hot take? What? This shit looks kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna buy one of these. Uh, with all the jokes, the, this is from an article about it. With all the jokes, the specs of the truck have gone somewhat unnoticed, but they're not unimpressive. Double negative. Yeah, 250-mile, 300-mile, and 500-mile range. That's pretty impressive. That's a lot. And all of them can seat six adults. Mm. And there's a 3,500-pound capacity and 100 cubic feet of storage space. Okay. I'm just saying, yes, it looks stupid. Yes. Don't care. still looks fucking dumb. That was the worst unveiling of anything ever, uh, but it... Tesla's still good at doing what Tesla does. Do are there like Nelson Muntz memes that abound around this? Because this <sighs> just feels like a perfect <laughs> yeah. moment for yeah. everything about it, from the shape to the unveiling. Speaking it's, of Simpsons, I feel like this would be really fun to skateboard off of. Like a, it, it looks like it could be. Just oh a yeah, just hit it like ramp. a ramp. Yeah, yeah. People oh, are gonna shit. be ramping off that shit. Go get your skateboard. Another reason man. to buy it. Yeah. You got your skateboard here? Got your World Industries <laughs> yeah, deck? Yeah, my board. Yeah. <laughs> your let alien me, uh, workshop deck? Hold on. Let me put on my hat backwards. <laughs> and all right. Let me put on my DC ways. And I'm <laughs> on my way. Let me press play on my DC backpack. Yeah. What was that called? Oh, the G-bag? Yeah, the G-bag. Yeah. You know, so. Andrew, it's been a pleasure having you, Hey, it's you, man. been great to have uh, me. <laughs> it's been great <laughs> it's to have been, me. Yeah, really. Uh, where can people find you other than... Costa Rica. Yeah, I'm online, Andrew Michan, M-I-C-H-A-A-N. And I have a podcast that comes out every week called Podcast But Outside. What? What's that? What's the premise? My friend Cole Hirsch and I, we set up a table on the sidewalk 
and anyone is able to walk by and talk to us. Holy shit. So we talk to strangers. And do do people can pe- where where can people find you? It's that podcast you mean? Oh, no, oh sorry. Find, be, oh, it, it's find... it's different every episode. So oh, okay. you know, Burbank, downtown Hollywood, we've been to Vegas, we've been to San Francisco. We go we do weddings. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we do weddings. People book us for weddings. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so check that out. It's on YouTube and podcast apps. Is nice. there a tweet you've been enjoying? I just saw a tweet the other day that really made me laugh. I don't even follow this person, but I thought the tweet was funny. And this person's name is Jack Jackie Sneal, J A C Q. Jackie Sneal. You guys yeah, are yeah. with this person? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know this person. But it was a screenshot from the Saturday Night Live um calendar. And it's, you know, December seventh, Jennifer Lopez, December fourteenth, Scarlett Johansson, December twenty first, Eddie Murphy. And it says, Oh shit, three POC hosts in a row. Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Very funny. Oh, Scarlet. Yeah. It's a good tweet. Shout out to Jaquise yeah. and Culture Kings. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, nothing but love for those guys. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Miles of Gray. Uh, tweet I like. One is from at Kibble Smith. It says, did it ever occur to you that Darth Vader's not an idiot? And maybe he just tells every idiot farm boy who tries to kill him that he's their secret father just to rattle them long enough to cut off their hands. <laughs> um, and also uh, from Rachel Winitsky at Rachel Winitsky. Uh, says, my personal style is like cute furniture, but every inch is covered in piles of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Benito Sereno tweeted, I've never made it all the way through Watchmen because I find it so upsetting that the guy in the hat and coat has a picture of my parents having sex on his face. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles. Uh, this is from a group uh, from Senegal called Orchestra Baobab. Uh, and it's just got, I mean, I love African music. Uh, and this track is called in Deleng Deleng, but it's spelled N-D-E-L-E-N-G twice, okay? Mm. Um, and I don't know, man. There's there's just a, there's a, 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 a lightness, a funness to this track. Uh, and look, if this doesn't get your big toe to just blow out directly through your crock when you listen to this, then you better check your pulse, go to urgent care, whatever you got to do. Or check your toe. Your or check toe your toe. Be or you could be wearing Crocs that already have the hole kind of right. near where the toe is, right. in which case, You're carry good. on. Open shoes, open toe shoes. Yeah. Uh, these are all valid excuses. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, but not your toe not moving because the song is No, yeah. You know, fuck it, you up. <laughs> yeah, just to start your week off, push your boat out and uh, float on as we, you know, let the let the world carry us. Uh, and that's your favorite song. You have the tattoo. Float on. Float on. Modest Mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. That is going to do it for today. And we will be back later this afternoon with the short version and back tomorrow with more podcasts. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Yeah, 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 yeah